welcome to another episode of Heart of the Matter. I'm your host, Annalisa Bahadur. On this particular episode, I want us to look at how we can have a happy and healthy relationship with someone who's got an anxious attachment style. And if you suspect that you might just be someone with an anxious attachment style, on this episode, you might be able to be a little bit more aware of what your thoughts and your feelings and behaviors actually mean, and it may help you to move a little closer to being someone of a secure attachment style. But before we get into the meat of this episode, I'd like to answer two questions that I got on Instagram recently, and this is something that I want to do on this podcast. So if you've got questions and I can give a quick answer before we get into the episodes, Um, feel free to send them off uh, wherever you're listening to me. The first question is, can a person with an avoidant attachment style and one with an anxious attachment style have a healthy relationship or are they always going to destroy each other? Now, let's quickly touch on these two personalities. The avoidant needs space and is afraid of commitment, intimacy, and they're afraid of losing control and independence. The anxious attached needs closeness and a lot of it. They also need reassurance that their partner loves them and that their partner is not going anywhere. This is not the most fun dynamic as the anxious will chase while the avoidant runs. But if the anxious pulls away, then the avoidant starts to chase. And that is the cycle which is often so confusing and so painful, and it becomes a nasty emotional roller coaster that nobody likes. So personally, I believe it's easier for the anxious attached to heal to a secure attached. I've seen this over and over, and here are the reasons It's easier for someone with an anxious attachment style to communicate their feelings and needs clearly. It is also easier for someone with an anxious attachment style to empathize and appreciate where their partner is at and what their partners are feeling because it's easier for them to put themselves in people's shoes. And they're not afraid of being vulnerable. These three traits alone make for a very understanding partner. Now, I believe that it may be a little more difficult for an avoidant to move as quickly into a secure, and that depends on the age and experience, but that's for another episode. It's tougher for the avoidant attached person because there is an incredibly strong fear of being vulnerable, of opening up themselves because there's that possibility that they may be rejected or judged harshly. Um, It's also difficult because they don't always know exactly what words to put to their emotions because sometimes they just don't know how they're feeling and then it's difficult for them to communicate those feelings. But both an avoidant attached and an anxious attach can mirror a secure attachment style until they 
heal from their attachment styles and become more secure in those relationships. Someone with a secure attachment style does not need validation and that closeness, which would put the avoidant attached at ease. And as a reminder, no one can destroy you. We have absolute power in how we react and how we respond. And initially, it can be really difficult. But for the anxious attached, I'd say mirror your avoidant attached partner. Pull back and give yourself space to think, process your feelings, and then come back in a a more calm manner and address those feelings. The second question I got, and before I get into it, I would remind you to subscribe to this channel so that we can have more of these questions answered. You can hear more of the episodes as, as soon as they're released. The second question is, why would a secure attached person stay with an avoidant attached person? Well, this goes back to what we believe we need from our partners. Do we need them to fulfill our emotional needs? Do we need them to validate our worth? Do we need them to show up and do things with and for us? So I've got to admit that in my case, uh, my spiritual beliefs and practices um, have helped me greatly with moving from an anxious attached to someone with a more secure attached. And I get this question. I quickly want to clear this up. When you become a secure attached, it's not that you're not triggered, but your reaction, your response, your feelings, your thoughts, all of those things uh, quickly change because you're more aware of them, what causes them, and it's it's a gamut of things. Um, But you are overall in a happier, more peaceful space with yourself. And when you're happy with yourself, then the things that happens around you cannot and does not have the power to affect you. I also do not subscribe to the popular belief that we must have this one person, this one individual, one human being, who's got needs and wants of their own to fulfill our needs. My personal belief is that it's kind of unfair to ask another person to give me and do things for me that will make me happy. And if we're honest with ourselves, a lot of times we don't stop to consider what if they ask for space? What if they say, look, I don't really want to spend that much time with you. I want a whole lot of space. I don't want you to ask me for commitment. I don't want you to force me into intimacy. We're not going to like it. So we tend to Expect another person to put their needs and their wants and their feelings on a back burner just so that we would be happy. At the same time, that being said, it does not mean that we can't have happy, healthy relationships. And hopefully by the end of these series or midway through the series, we will be able to respect and appreciate everyone and have those happy and healthy relationships while we all heal into a more secure, attached person. Another reason that it works wonderfully when you're a secure, attached person, regardless of if you're going to be in a relationship with someone who's of an avoidant attachment or an anxious attachment, 
is that when you are a secure attached, you've got goals and you are busy working towards achieving those goals. When you achieve your goals and when you've got your focus somewhere else, that is validating in itself. It builds your confidence. It builds your self-esteem. You have more respect for your own time and your own space. And so you're not leaning on anyone for validation or confirmation. So as long as the partnership with an anxious or avoidant isn't an unhealthy dynamic, if it's not a a toxic relationship, if it's not an abusive relationship, I see like no reason why these relationships can't work. So I hope that uh, gave some insight. And now let's get into the episode of how we can be in happy and healthy relationships with someone who's got an anxious attachment style. Being in a relationship with an anxious attached partner can be challenging. I know we often think that it's only a relationship with someone with an avoidant attachment style can be challenging, but it's also with an anxious attached style person. But it's not impossible to have great relationships. Here I'm going to share uh, five tips on what we can look out for and how we can help our partners to move into a secure attachment style while we're also helping ourselves to move there as someone with an avoidant attachment style or someone with a secure attachment style who just wants to understand and appreciate the anxious attached style person. Now, communication is number one. It's one of the most important things for someone who's got an anxious attachment style. They need open openness and honesty. So it's very important that you tell them what you're feeling and what you're thinking and try to create a safe and trusting environment where they're going to feel comfortable to share their emotions with you. This is not a time where you want to shut their feelings down. And I know for someone with an avoidant attachment style, it might be difficult to listen to your anxious attached partner um, talk about their insecurities repeatedly. But in these cases, it's important to just sit back and let them be. And after a while, they start to feel more safe and secure, and there's no need to have these uncomfortable conversations. You want to put yourself in your partner's shoes and try to understand where their anxiety is coming from. Trying to understand them can create a stronger bond between you. And it can show them that they're not alone in this, that you actually, you really do genuinely care. The second thing you want to do is try to put yourself in your partner's shoes. When you empathize with them, it builds a stronger bond. And it shows them that they're not alone in this, that you care, you care deeply about their feelings. And this might be difficult for someone with an avoidant attachment style, but here's something that you can do. You can ask your partner to write down what they want to say, and then you can ask for some time to process. One reason you're doing this is you'll probably feel a little attacked when you're facing your partner. So when you remove yourself to process your feelings during any uncomfortable conversation, you're going to feel more relaxed. 
And feeling relaxed makes you feel safe and you could think clearer instead of feeling like you have to defend yourself. The second reason is you won't misinterpret or forget anything they've said if they've written it down. And you could respond accordingly when you've got the mental space and the emotional stillness to do that. The third thing is consistency is very important. Anxious attachment partners crave consistency and they need to predict what's going to happen. So try to be as consistent as possible in your actions. This builds trust because now they know what to expect in the future. An anxious attached partner needs reassurance and they need validation. So make sure that you're expressing your love and appreciation. Don't expect them to know through your actions. You want to set healthy boundaries as well. It's important for any relationship, but particularly with someone who's got an anxious attachment partner. Make sure that you're communicating your boundaries clearly and respectfully and be consistent in enforcing them. So if you need space, if you need time, uh, if you feel a certain way about their actions and their behavior, make sure that you're clear, respectful, and kind, and then make sure that you're consistent in keeping those boundaries. Remember that it takes time and effort to build a strong and healthy relationship, but with patience and understanding and great communication, it is so, so possible to have a fulfilling and loving, playful relationship with someone who's got an anxious attachment partner. I hope this episode helped. I hope it brought you closer to a healthy and happy relationship and a more secure attachment style. If you found this helpful, I would ask you to share it with your friends and your family. I would ask you to subscribe so that the next episode you'll catch it. And just a reminder, I'm on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and LinkedIn if you'd like to check me out over there. Until next time, I'm your host, Annalisa Bahadur. Thank you.